Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the second day of September in the year of our Lord 2022, and today I will be talking about the FBI, the accusations about the FBI, and about the Department of Justice that have come to light over the last few years. Is the FBI the nation's premier law enforcement agency and above reproach, or has it devolved into just another corrupt agency acting as muscle for the Democrat Party. There are so many scandals inside the FBI right now, it's hard to keep them straight till you realize they're all connected. They're all tied together. The motto of the FBI is fidelity, bravery, and integrity, and I'm sure that motto accurately describes most of the men and women out there on the front lines. It does not, however, accurately describe the leadership of the FBI, which appears to be irretrievably corrupt. When I say corrupt... I don't mean they sell their badges for money like some traffic cop in a third world country. No, the FBI leadership is far worse than that, having tarnished their badges and their honor and a long list of vile partisan activities on behalf of the globalist forces that run this administration and constantly tell us what we are supposed to believe, who are we are supposed to vote for, and that all lies are truth, all truth is lies, but Let's look at the evidence of what I just said. During the presidential election campaign of 2016, especially after Trump was elected, the entire intelligence community of the United States was weaponized to prevent the election of Donald Trump and assure the election of Hillary Clinton. When that part of the plot failed, the plotters continued after the election to smear and discredit then-President Trump and his administration originally. The plot was given the code name Operation Crossfire Hurricane. And it was launched by the FBI in July of 2016. The FBI set out to investigate the many links that were supposed to exist between officials of the Russian government, Russian bureaucrats, Russian oligarchs, and the Trump campaign. <clears throat> I'm sure you are aware that the entire plot was invented by the mind of Hillary Clinton or those within her campaign. Once Crossfire Hurricane was launched, it became all Russia all the time. And to some extent, that ideology still exists today, long after the entire thing was proven to be a hoax. The result has been the destruction of a once-proud organization which inserted itself unconstitutionally into partisan politics. I wonder if the corruption of the 2016 campaign by the FBI and others was a one-off thing or evidence of corruption in high places going back many years. You probably remember the Hunter Biden laptop scandal, which came into public view in October of 2020, just before the election. Hunter took his laptop to a repair shop in Delaware and did not bother to pick it up. In addition to thousands of pornographic images of Hunter smoking crack with prostitutes, there was evidence of influence peddling of his father's influence as vice president and soon to be president, as well as many other potential crimes involving foreign countries, including Communist China. The New York Post broke the story and reported that the laptop was authentic and contained authentic information. The New York Times and many other media reported it was just more Russian disinformation. Finally, almost a year after Biden was elected, the New York Times reluctantly admitted that it was authentic. A few days ago, Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Meta, formerly Facebook, went on the Joe Rogan podcast and made an admission that is still getting noticed. 
still getting inquiries by congressional committees, whistleblowers inside the FBI, apparently more than a dozen of them, contacted members of Congress and reported that the FBI had su suppressed the reporting of the laptop scandal by various media outlets, one of which was Facebook. Mr. Buck Zuckerberg said, yes, the FBI told him there was a lot of Russian disinformation coming and to be vigilant of it. Quote, you should be on high alert, the FBI said to him. We know there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice. There's going to be some kind of dump that is similar, end quote. More than 50 senior intelligence officers signed off on a letter claiming the laptop story had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. In other words, the FBI recruited social media companies as accomplices to its crimes against the American people. Zuckerberg said the dissemination of the story on Facebook decreased, I suppose, from the fear of warning. But Twitter killed the story entirely. He was basically saying, we knew this was a hyper-political story, <clears throat> so on our side of the political spectrum, we didn't censor enough. But on the other side, they think we censored too much. He did reveal openly to the world that the Democratic Party wants censorship of unfavorable information and that the FBI is their enforcement arm, like the old mafia movies where the two heavies go into a pizza joint up in Philadelphia and they say, nice place you got here. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. The agent in charge of delivering the FBI's message was one Timothy Thebolt. Assistant Special Agent in charge of the Washington Field Office, Special Agent Thebault, came under the ire of several senators and congressmen who sent the FBI letters of inquiry. He was at first suspended, then escorted out of the FBI building. Now it's come to light that he has resigned, restated now as retired, after 25 years of service. According to letters released by Senator Chuck Grassley and others, Agent Thebault ordered the investigation closed in violation of FBI policy. He then attempted to mark the matter in FBI system so that it could not be reopened in the future. The whistleblowers told members of Congress that FBI agents had told, uh, leadership had told agents, quote, you will not look at that Hunter Biden laptop and the FBI is not going to change the outcome of the election again, end quote. Senator Grassley Writing to Christopher Wray, the director of the FBI, said that it showed a deep-rooted political infection. In the FBI, Senator Grassley and others think that Agent Thebault's head was offered as a sacrificial lamb, hoping the rest would escape unscathed, but he said that would not happen. The senator said Thebault's departure changed nothing about questions involving FBI bias in its investigation. Agent Thebault was apparently open about displaying his bias on social media. Therefore, I'm going to quote the agent in charge of this investigation. Quote, I wrote that Hunter became a liability when Biden was front runner in the Democrat primary because of his cushy position on the Burisma board when dad was vice president. Senator Grassley then started to probe in August of 2019 over the sale of a sensitive U.S. technology company to the Chinese government and an investment firm run by the sons of Joe Biden and John Kerry, end quote. If the laptop protection scheme was all, if it were all, that would be plenty, but as usual, folks, it gets worse. Ironically, Agent Thebault was part of the election integrity team for 2020. 
and in the Washington field office he was responsible for investigating political corruption. Note, I said he was in charge of investigating, not creating political corruption. It finally came to light after inquiries by Republicans that the raid on Maria Lago was run out of the Washington field office, not the Florida office as first reported. Guess who was in charge of the Washington field office, folks? Yes, that's right. Agent Special Agent Timothy Thiebaud, former President Trump's home, is raided by the FBI, apparently on very shaky to non-existent probable calls, while the same FBI has not even bothered to look at Hunter's laptop or at Hunter personally, despite him being the President's son and despite open evidence of criminality that the whole world is now seeing. What does this do for the credibility of the FBI and, for that matter, the reputation of the U.S. government? What it does is obvious. The protection racket being run by those in power appears to be under serious pressure right now. Every, every day, we read in the New York Times some possible justification for the raid, but how it can possibly be justified when it was organized and co conducted by totally corrupt people inside a totally corrupt organization. What could all this inquiry mean, all this new inquiry? Perhaps nothing, but if it means anything. Could it be that there are at least a few people left in the old FBI who are embarrassed about the chief law enforcement arm of a once great nation being open criminals, open criminality of the president's son, letting it slide while others are prosecuted without evidence? Debalt's removal or retirement probably means something, but who knows? There's been an extremely intense amount of pressure coming from the Senate about the open partisanship of the FBI and the laptop scandal. And perhaps someone up there is not a partisan two-bit hack for political interest. Christopher Ray, the FBI director, and Merrick Garland, the attorney general, have not stopped being partisan political hacks on the payroll of enemies of freedom, but maybe the heat has been turned up to such a temperature they can't hide it anymore. News coming from Mar-a-Lago this week has made it difficult to uphold the facade without some explanation that is yet to be forthcoming the media. A wholly owned subsidiary of the Democrat Party has continued to flood us with negative speculative stories without any proof except what leaks out of the corrupt FBI in the meantime. A judge ordered the release of the affidavit that was used to get the search warrant granted. It was redacted enough that only a forensic expert could decipher it, but apparently some of those actually did. That is how we learned that despite the blackout, the raid was run out of the Washington field office, not the local Florida office as they first reported. The head of that office, Timothy Thiebaud, was forced to retire and was escorted out of the building. Now we also learn that some of the documents taken were protected by attorney-client privilege. In other words, this was a fishing expedition to keep a political opponent out of future ra races. Agent Thiebaud violated and directed FBI agents to violate Donald Trump's constitutional rights. Mr. Thiebaud and his organization obviously felt no obligation to obey the law themselves, only to impose their version of the law on others. That attitude is reminiscent of the intelligence arms of other less-than-democratic countries that we remember from history, since he is known to be corrupt and a law violator. Who knows what other crimes Thiebaud has committed during his 25 years obstruction of justice and the Clinton email non-investigation. The same thing in the Hunter laptop non-investigation, to name just two. Whistleblowers have also reported to members of Congress that Agent Thiebaud 
urged or ordered them to pad domestic violent extremist case counts to justify, quote, performance metrics. This is all a lot more than rumor, folks, a lot more than just innuendo because more than a dozen agents have been so disturbed by it they risked their careers to contact Congress with information, I suppose, that they resent being dirtied by their leader's filth and would prefer their reputations back. These agents are backing up their stories with documentary evidence of crimes. Mr. Timothy Thebault, Mr. Christopher Ray, Mr. Merrick Garland, others are sworn to uphold the law. They are the nation's first line of defense against terrorism, political corruption, and such mundane crimes as bank robbery, money laundering, and human trafficking. Instead of upholding the law, they rig the system so the crimes can continue in the dark. I suspect Christopher Ray and his boss, Merrick Garland, will try to sacrifice Agent Thebolt in exchange for his retirement benefits and so forth. I notice that Thebolt has retained a Washington law firm, so perhaps he's not bought in on the deal just yet, or perhaps... He's going to bring down the whole house with him. Finally, folks, I've heard that a fish rots from the head down. Maybe that's true of nations and empires as well. How can this nation survive such people in high places? Sunshine is always the best disinfectant, so perhaps the sun will shine on the FBI, on the Department of Justice, and the U.S. government in general. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.